let us uh, deter from that enthralling conversation because we've got some Syracuse football to discuss. He is kind enough to join us all the way from Israel, even though it is nearly midnight there. It is 4.46 p.m. Eastern time here, but we have good reason to bring him on all the way from Israel because he is the new color analyst for the Syracuse Football IMG Network. You heard him on the radio broadcast last year. You'll hear him this year stepping into the booth with Matt Park. Adam Terry, Syracuse offensive lineman, now color analyst, joins us here on ESPN Radio Syracuse. Adam, great to talk to you. Congratulations, sir. No, thank you. Thank you for your kindness. Uh, you know, truly excited. I mean, this is an opportunity of a lifetime to give back. And uh, I've bled it orange since I was a kid and followed it. And now uh have the opportunity to call hopefully some very um, high-end games coming up pretty soon. Adam, uh, you get to step into the booth with Matt. You are uh, living in Rochester. It's your hometown team. You started 35 consecutive games here at Syracuse. So what's that been like mm-hmm. for you to make that transition from fan to player, now to broadcaster, now in that in that booth? I mean, you know, it's kind of an evolution. You know, as a kid, I, I grew up, and, you know, my favorite player when I was watching was Kadri Ishmael, and you got to watch the missile on TV. And then, you know, as I started going through the recruiting process, Dennis Goldman's the one that actually signed me to Syracuse, who he just retired from Princeton. You know, played under Coach Coach P staff that was, um, you know, straight-laced, got us prepared, and then, you know, went off to the NFL and kind of lost touch with Syracuse a little bit. Um, you know, as they went through the coaching transition, um, tried to touch base in a couple different areas, um, but that was kind of contingent upon the coaching staff. And then, you know, as Dino came in, it was uh, – it was a good opportunity for us, and, you know, Matt and, and Geds were able to bring me up in the booth last year, and, you know, horrible circumstances uh, surrounding that whole thing. Um, but, you know, now it's an opportunity where, you know, hopefully I can do a service to all of the men that were before me and, you know, the guys that currently bleed orange. Yeah, certainly Geds is going to be uh, heavy on our, our thoughts and minds uh, throughout the season. Uh, he's going to be honored with uh, a letter winner of Distinction Award at the last home game of the season in that weekend as well. Uh, stepping into that booth where he was, and you mentioned he had an opportunity to kind of learn under him, what sort of things did Geds teach you about this position, and how do you make that transition from kind of doing analysis to you know analysis on the fly, live as it happens during the game? Yeah, you know, just just to watch it last year. I mean, one specific example last year was when we were watching the, uh, you know, he was calling the Clemson game, and he's yelling at me, hey, you got to jump on this headset. you got to jump on this headset. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. And the thing that, you know, you really take away from something like that is you got to enjoy the game. You know, throughout the ups and downs and watching this and being able on the fly to, to call and really um, – you know, as Matt kind of steers the ship to jump on top of that and give the a breakdown of the, the play, it's also jump on it and uh, enjoy it. You know, this is this is a carrier dome that's seen many, many games of um, high success and then be able to go on the road with these guys now and get to know them a little bit deeper than what, what I was able to last year. Um, but, you know, the main thing is just enjoy the game and, um, you can convey the energy to everybody that's listening. 
Adam will certainly have more opportunities to go through each position in depth and, and really dig into the season itself. But just kind of a thought of how this team can make a step forward from consecutive four and eight seasons to qualify for a bowl game, which I think is the goal for everybody, bare minimum this year. What are the steps they have to take in order to achieve that this season? Well, I, I think they've they've done that, and you know, number one thing is keep uh, keep up Dungey upright. You know, they were able to go in and uh, you know, <laughs> with a little little bit of nepotism out there, go out and uh, get Dino's son-in-law. But uh, you know, the offensive line is is going to be the key on this. You know, they got to keep Dungey upright and and be able to have Strickland run the ball a little bit more effectively than he was last year. And, we started to see glimpses of that last uh, at the end of last season. Um, you know, can Jamal Custis be the guy on the outside like everybody's wanted to see over the past couple of years, or is it somebody that's going to spring up um, that we haven't seen very much of? The hard part about the defense right now is we're losing the guys in the middle, and those two are going to be. You know, Zaire is going to be a very hard leader to replace, um, but you know. That's that's part of the job for Brian Ward on the other side is make sure that defense is shored up a lot a lot more length in the secondary than they've been accustomed to over the past couple of years and you know this is the transition of actually getting to see Dino and his recruits out there. Adam, one last thought before we let you go. You are in Israel right now, which is just spectacular yeah. on its own. Tell us what you're doing there and how it's going so far. Yeah, you know, you know, it's a small world when it revolves around Syracuse, and uh, you know, I've been afforded the opportunity to to do the strength and conditioning for the Scottish national team, and you know, quick quick uh, bite on that is in '89, after the Lockerbie bombing, Syracuse went over, and they were able to do a uh, exhibition game, and at the end, they left their equipment, and that's how Scotland lacrosse started. Uh, I, I was. I have the opportunity to to know Brian Silcott, the head coach at Scotland, and you know things work in mysterious ways. And he convinced me to go over to Manchester, England, to go watch the boys play and see if I could help them out. And you know, fast forward about eighteen months, we're here. Uh, you know, unfortunate loss this afternoon to Australia, but you know the guys before them uh, in Scotland lacrosse uh, were able to get them in the blue group. So the blue group right now is. We'll get to see a couple of Syracuse boys on USA and Canada, as well as the Iroquois and uh, England. So we've got a we've got a mighty test ahead of us, but it'll be it'll be a fantastic thing to see. Um, you know, it, it's a great venue. Everybody's been very uh, they've shown a lot of hospitality here, and just excited to get after it. Um, you know, and, and get back into Syracuse as well to see some of these guys during uh, training camp. Adam, uh, thanks for joining us. Uh, nearly midnight in Israel currently. Uh, congratulations to you, my friend. And best of luck out there uh, for the rest of the World Lacrosse Championships. We'll certainly see you when you get back here and talk more football. And congratulations to you. And certainly looking forward to the insight and the analysis this year on the Syracuse IMG Sports Network. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Go Orange. That's Adam Terry, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, a former Syracuse offensive lineman, now in the booth. Not the radio show, the actual booth with Matt Park as the color analyst for Syracuse football.